Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy Football Monday. I guess we can say that. Wow. Where to begin? Where to begin? That was the football team over their skis. Eagles outcoached, outplayed, outschemed, everything. 31-15. It was a warm-up game for the Buccaneers as they move on to the next round of the playoffs. I mean, even the stats. You question where and what the coaching staff and the players were thinking. 23 first downs to 14 of the Eagles. Here's what I don't get. So Jalen Hurts threw more passes than Tom Brady? Are you fucking kidding? That's not your identity. What are you doing? Well, we're behind. That's still not your identity. Here, get this. The Bucs ran the ball 31 times. The Eagles, 17. Oh, by the way, in case you're wondering if the Eagles were having success running the ball, 5-6 a clip versus the Bucks 3-4. Three, three turnovers in the game. Where to begin? How do you get in a game with Tom Brady when you know you're the dominant running attack? They loaded the box on you. So what? So what? So did every other team. 43 passing attempts for the Eagles get you killed. And they were killed. 17 rushing attempts. Let's start out with the coaching. Troy Aikman was right. 90% of that football game, Jalen Hurts had no idea where to throw the ball. He was clueless. You know, it's funny, I was talking to my wife, we were watching the game, and I said, what's the one glaring thing you see with Tom Brady and his pre-snap preparation? Brady knows exactly where the single coverage is all the time. He knows where the single coverage is. Aikman was pointing it out from the booth about 200 feet in the air, and Jalen couldn't see that? Son, if you want to play quarterback in the NFL, you got to spot the single coverage wide out. That's basic football. Brady doesn't throw into double teams and triple teams. He knows where the single coverage is. The Buccaneers were daring Jalen Hurts to beat him, and he didn't see it. Why are you throwing into double coverage? Why are you throwing into triple coverage? Holy cow, man. The coaching was so sporadic, too. I got to tell you, I mean, defensively, what in the world were you doing giving these wide receivers? You got that kid Perriman off the street. Why were the Eagles afraid of that guy? You gave them a 10-yard start 
and you didn't press him? Holy cow. Who were you? The only guy that was worth the shit out there was Mike Evans. The rest of those guys were almost fill-in dudes. Godwin's hurt. AB's not there. Gronkowski was the factor in the game. But you had Gronk and an injured Mike Evans and a bunch of nobody guys. What were you afraid of? That soft zone killed them all day long. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. It was clearly a game where you went like this. The Eagles are playing like they don't belong here. Everywhere. It just outcoached, outplayed, outschemed, effort, everything. It was like they were a chicken with their head cut off. By the way, guys, please hit the like button. I'm going to get to the topics here in a minute, and I'm going to get to you guys in case you're new to the program, okay? You guys, I read your comments. We go back and forth, and this is going to be, I got to think. I come to Jesus' conversation today about Jalen Hurts, the coaching staff, the direction of the franchise, everything. Gary Cobble joined us at the bottom of the hour. Pre- and post-game show for Fox 29 in Philly. Let me ask you this. How many people think the Eagles are trending up right now? With the close of the season, are the Eagles with a green arrow or a red arrow? What do you think? I do think it's a green arrow. But what's the ceiling here? You see, the one thing that you want to make sure you have with your quarterback and your coach is that you want to break the glass of the ceiling and win a Super Bowl. I don't want to get to a point where I'm looking at it and questioning whether or not he's the guy. They're doing that in Dallas right now, by the way, with Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy. So other places are looking at that same conversation that we're having right here. Alexander says, flatline, Dan. The Don of Uptown, trending up. I think you are. Here's the topic. How much damage did Jalen Hurts do with his playoff performance and his chances of becoming the starting quarterback in 2022 and beyond? How much damage did he do? I thought he did a lot. Now, look, some of you would say, Dan, 60 minutes of football? Dude, 60 minutes of football? Yeah. You're going to play against great teams in the postseason. Well, that was his first experience. I take that into consideration. But spotting the single coverage guy. I know high school coaches and high school quarterbacks that can spot that. Single coverage. Single coverage. Single fucking coverage. I kept screaming it. It's open. There was nobody in front of many of those guys. The Bucks knew, and Todd Bowles knew, Jalen Hurts couldn't beat him. They knew that. 
They knew it. How much damage did he do? The Don says heavy. Rashad says folks are being hard on Jalen. Bro, you're the starting quarterback. You have one of 32 jobs in the world. Smile. Adios, Jalen's. What about Mac Jones? Okay. We'll get to Mac Jones. Noodles. None because there is no quarterback that is going to come here that is elite. Interesting you would say that. Bring in Russell Wilson. Cookie says this was on Sirianni. Tell you what, the game plan was pathetic all around, defensively, offensively. It was pathetic. But players have to play. Players are accountable. I never hang losses on referees or coaches. Go out and fucking make a play. Okay? Win in spite of that jackass on the sidelines. Win in spite of that guy. Go out there and give – look at the 49ers. That was a train wreck of a series of plays in that Dallas game when Garoppolo was going for the first down to end the game and he didn't allow Trent Williams to set. That's on the quarterback. They had the right play. Everything set up. Garoppolo has a brain fart. They give the Cowboys a shot at the ball. Okay? That's on him. Right play. Executed poorly. Akbar, I'll tell you what. Even though all that being said, Jimmy Garoppolo's now 35-14 and 14 as a starting quarterback in the NFL. How you doing? Jimmy G, terrible pick. It was a terrible pick. He's 35-14 and 14 as a starting quarterback, though, and has an NFC championship ring. And he just went into Dallas and won. I don't know. I get it. But, hey, horrible pick, still won the ballgame. Alexander, the entire thing was just trying. It just looked like they didn't belong there. Okay? It just looked like they didn't belong there. How about this one? I, I just don't believe that Nick Sirianni trusted Jalen Hurts enough in that ball game to open up the playbook. How can you not spot single coverage? How? How can you not spot it? Troy Aikman was destroying Nick Sirianni and Jalen in a very nice way the entire broadcast. You've got to see that. Do you know what that would have did for the run game? You know what that would have did for the slot? You know what that would have did for the tight end position? Instead, he's trying to force the football into the tight end and triple and double coverage. It played right into Todd Bowles' hands. Pinehawk says we can't teach accuracy. He was terrible in that. There were wide open passes. By the way, I said this to you guys, and I know that my boy Xander remembers this. Why the fuck did you draft Devontae Smith? If you can't get him the ball, it's a poor draft pick. You got to listen to me here. I didn't say he's a poor player. It's a poor pick when you don't have the guy who's the sharpshooter. Hey, it's one thing to buy the gun. But if you don't know how to use it, what's the sense of it? 
Well, what's the sense of buying a gun when you don't know how to use it? What's the sense of drafting the Heisman Trophy wideout, who was the player of the year in the Southeastern Conference, when you don't know how to use them? Or better yet, you can't get them the football. Alexander says, freaking Rager. I'll tell you what, that Jalen Rager kid, if he's on the Philadelphia Eagles of 2022, there should be a picket line circling the Eagle facility getting rid of Howie Roseman. He is awful. It's unbecoming of an NFL football player. He is terrible. Not bad. Terrible. Okay? Just terrible. Man. Guys, I don't... And by the way, this ain't gloom and doom. This is basically what we saw yesterday. John says, Dan, the Eagles need a pass rush badly. <laughs> Sign Michael Sam. Who? Oh, yeah, that's right. Michael Sam, him and Kaepernick hang out at the Nowhere Ranch. Man, oh, man. W2. I felt like turning that game off. I mean, after the first 15 minutes of that ball game, I was like this. This is, this is going to be the worst game of the weekend. That one in Kansas City. Well, the Bills Patriots was right there too. Hurts is below the bar of quarterbacks that deserve investment. Sorry, Minshew should have been given an opportunity. Old Cole, Rigger is the worst. 100 times worse. Than Aguilar. Hugh Sills. I'd like to rant, kick some ass with these fans and tell them how really it is. And dude, look, like I said, I think your franchise is trending up. But my God almighty, you've got to have more po- poise in your game plan. You know, and, and, and I know people want to get on Bill Belichick and say that Bill Belichick had an awful game too. Yeah, okay, well, that guy's resume set. 60 minutes of football is not going to dictate how we look at Bill Belichick. Well, he got killed by the Bills. Really? You're going to take 45 to 50 years of football of his resume, and you're going to castrate it over 30 minutes or 60 minutes of football? Give me a fucking break. Alexander, we're going to get to that quarterback question. I want to ask you, how much damage did Jalen do? With his playoff performance. Here's something I want to ask you, though. Does, is Jalen built where he takes a performance like this the same way Lamar Jackson did? Guys, we have to look at this in fairness here. Is Jalen the type of player that will take a performance like this, use it as a positive to get better? What's Jalen Hurts' ceiling? Maybe that's the question we need to be asking one another here. What's his ceiling? Do you see this guy in a parade going down Broad Street? Yes or no? Cookie says, yes, he's built for it. Alexander says, Hurts doesn't seem to fit the scheme. Alexander, I don't know what the scheme is. And by the way, 
How glaring was it that the Eagle wide receivers can't block in the run game versus the Buccaneers? They are awful. Did you guys watch the 49ers and Samuel and those guys knocking guys out in the secondary of the Cowboys? Holy cow, man. I was like, that's football right there. That's football. The wide receivers on the Eagles, okay, they're, they're not soft, but they ain't big dudes. 26 says Jalen Hurts' ceiling is top 25. Well, you could win a Super Bowl with that. Ernest says the sad thing is we can only judge Hurts from playing good teams. Well, they didn't really play any good teams this year. MJ says, Hurts will never be the accurate quarterback we need. James says, Dan, people like Hurts because of how he conducts himself. And you're right. That's a big factor, James. I don't give a shit about that. Okay? As, as a team leader, I do. As a quarterback, nobody cares that Aaron Rodgers acts the way he does. Aaron Rodgers, if you're that good, nobody cares. He overlooked that shit. Hertz can't make basic reads or throws. Chris, it was so evident, man. Dudley says, Jalen has been losing his big game since college. Huh. He did come in to save the SEC championship game. He did get Oklahoma into the semifinals. Again, let's tell all the story here. Okay, Benjamin says, offense coordinator, the game plan has sucked almost every game. That is why the offense starts slow. Dude, I read you this. How in the world is a Philadelphia Eagle team throwing more attempts than Tom Brady? And the Buccaneers had both their backs out and still ran the ball 31 times to 17. How is that possible? How, I don't even know who ran the ball for the Bucs. Was that uh, Bernard? Is that the kid from Cincinnati that they signed? That kid Bernard, right? He played at Carolina, I think. Put him in the backfield like he didn't miss a beat. I thought he was Leonard Fournette. Holy cow, man. I kept shaking my head. 60 minutes of football, I shook my head like this. What in the freaking world are they doing? Why are they playing those lame-ass zone coverages against nobody wideouts? Mike Evans was the only freaking threat. My God. They signed Perriman off the street. Joe says won't win with Hurts, period. We need playmakers. Vector says, why would you win the coin toss and defer to Brady? Boom, 7 nothing. Sills, do you understand why Philly fans are so angry? I do. I get it. Carl, it was, it, it was like they got into the playoff game you know, you, you, you play against an inexperienced, oh, that was inexperienced all over the joint. 
coaching player, quarterback not seeing single coverage. Single coverage, and Troy Aikman was seeing it from 200 feet in a booth calling a game. Why are they not going out here? It's wide open. And get this, they didn't even have deep coverage to protect the guy. They, didn't, they knew they, he couldn't get the ball there. They were basically, they, they were goading the Eagles to throw the ball because you know why? They didn't think that Jalen, can I tell you why I think? Kent says, I picked the Eagles to lose based on facts, not emotion. Daniel, you jumped on me. I didn't say anything, but now I am. That's what I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, you you can't in any way, can't in any way put your football team in a position that they did the coaching. The coaches were just as poor as the players' execution. Ken, you're right. One of one time, Jalen threw the football down the field. I thought it was a punt. Man. Guys, the organization is trending up. Okay? The organization is trending up. You won four games last year. Let's not forget that. Four ball games. You had an improvement of five games. It's pretty impressive. Dude. Yeah, but Chris, I'll say this to you, man. What are you playing those zone coverages like that? Who were you afraid of? Easy Money said Tampa's defense made Hurts look like a fifth grader. They were manning up. They were absolutely manning up. They were jamming him at the line of scrimmage, no question about it. Dude, what did what how many how many targets did Devontae get in the first half? Aikman started pointing that out as well. Oh, bad coaching, Carl? To say the least. Bad execution, bad coaching, bad preparation, bad mentality. The whole thing was awful. Awful, man. Now people are questioning. And by the way, I'll say this one more time to you here. I'm not a fortune teller. Every football player is gauged on his last 60 minutes of football. Nobody looks back at what you did 25 fucking years ago. This is about what you've done over the last three weeks, the last three years, the last three games, whatever it is. Whatever your benchmark is. Okay? Whatever that is. And some, I like what somebody brought up earlier, would say this. How's Jalen in championship settings? Got blown out in the semifinals when he was at Oklahoma and got pulled in the national championship game and then shit the bed just now yesterday. That's not an opinion. Okay? Again, telling the whole story here. By the way, do I think Jalen Hurts... Look, look at me trying to 
make sure everybody understands that I think he had a decent year this year or a good year this year. And I'm 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 trying to like placate this, but you know, I like to tell the whole story. He had a fine season, but again, this is not about being common. This is about being exceptional. Okay? This is about getting your team to the next level. Big Chris says Quez was open deep. Couldn't get it to him. Couldn't get it to him. How do you think Howie Roseman in the front office and the owner now look at this moving forward? Do you think they'll look at Russell Wilson, who made some interesting comments, by the way, over the weekend? I'm going to expand on that. Kerry Cobb from Fox 29. Guys, please hit the like button. We will ask Gary the damage that he thinks Jalen also did to his future here in Philadelphia. We'll talk a little bit more again about the game, some of the games that happened, and we'll make comparisons to the other quarterbacks that didn't play well over the weekend to Jalen Hurts. Please, again, hit that like button. Guys, I know we'll get through this. And what we're going to do is come to situations where, guess what? We're, we're not going to sit here and just bitch for two hours. We're going to try to get resolutions. What to do next? Where to go? Who do we believe in? What has to change? I'm not one of these guys that sit around just crying all day long. I want to get the resolutions how we get better. Sitting around bitching and crying, that's not how you get your football team better. Those are people that stick in the fucking mud and get nowhere. We're going to come up with answers. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. too and Troy I'll tell you man he kept saying it to me it was it was so spot on that all the Eagles had to do was find a single coverage and they would have kept themselves in the ball game they were running the ball at five six a clip they only ran the ball 17 times the Bucks ran the ball 31 times the Eagles threw more than the Buccaneers did with Tom Brady combine that with the turnovers that's why he get killed 31-15. It, the coaching, the execution was just brutal. Let's bring in our dear friend, Gary Kopp from Fox 29 in Philadelphia. And I'll start it right out. Gary, who are you more disappointed in? The coaching and the preparation of what they were doing with those soft-ass zone coverages that you and I were barking about all year long? Or the fact that Jalen simply just could not find a single coverage wide out. I mean, he struggled reading that defense of Todd Bowles. Who were you more disappointed with? Well, clearly it's the coaches, you know what I mean? Because all they were doing with design and really they weren't, they really didn't make any adjustments. They didn't adjust to uh, what the situation that they knew uh, they were playing a three zone. Come on, cover three. You see the, Safety's playing 10 yards off the, the wide receiver. You know, and, and now you're playing against a guy like Brady. You know he would take that all day long. He is, he was, he's never impatient. And I, I just was hoping that they would go into this game and realize, take what they give you. You know, that, that's what you got to do. And, and then you're able to adjust to whatever they're doing, but you got to take what they give you. And uh, they just, really, it was a panic. I mean, that's. That's what you had happen. It's, it's like the the the, um, the people that they have a fire in the, you know, the apartment building, and you know they don't make it out. You know why? They panic, and they end up running to a place that's the worst place in the, in the apartment to run to, and unfortunately, people lose their lives in that the panic. And but you you know if you're a veteran coach, come on, you, you don't you don't panic. Let's see what they're doing. You know, you talk to the people upstairs. What do you see out there? Well, in cover three, now they did blitz some of their, they had run blitzes. And it made sense that they're going to see some run blitzes. They know they're going to try to run that options. They're going to run those options with uh, with Jalen. So they took those away and uh, they really didn't adjust uh, well to what the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks were giving them. And Really, they, they kind of self-destructed because if they'd have just looked outside and had some automatics when they come up to the line of scrimmage, run a seven-yard out, boom, we take it, seven yards, second and three, you know? And, and you, you make them come out of that zone they were playing, and it really wasn't, uh, you know, they didn't get into the to uh, some of the exotic passages. They got into them on third down. They stop them on first down, and then they got into these exotic packages where you even had one time where uh, the big fella was dropping. And, uh, you know, he was dropping in coverage. Uh, Big Veda. 
he's dropping out of there, you know, 300, whatever, 60 pounds, whatever, dropping out of there. And they had the, the corners coming on the outside. But it just it just seemed like they, they really didn't come in with confidence, you know. And if, if you're confident, you don't panic. Let's see what they're doing. Let's talk about it on the sideline. And then and then we're going to attack these guys. And then defensively, they, they, they again, they they uh, you, you know that Tom Brady will take those five yards, whatever, he'll take it. And that's what he did. They nickel and dime down the field. Next thing you know, you look up 17 nothing, then it's 24 nothing, then you look up, it's 31 to nothing. And you haven't done anything offensively and defensively, they haven't killed you. They slice you up with little slices. Yeah. You know, no, not not a lot of big plays. The biggest play was on the last touchdown. That's the biggest play they had. Other than that, it was all those short plays. Nothing to write home about. Nothing any big deal. But you're you're giving this to them. You're not taking it away. You're not playing aggressively enough. Where, you know, and with all of the receivers they had out. Uh, See, Gary, that's my issue, Gary. With I mean, you had an injured Mike Evans. Yep. Godwin was out. Yep. Gronk is just really the last two weeks back into playing um, game-shaped football. I mean, yeah. you got Perriman off the street, and yep. you're playing 10 yards back in your zone coverages, and I'm going like this against the guy who's not known for going vertical. That's he's right. a slot receiver. He throws yeah. to the tight end and backs. That's yep. what he's made his Super Bowl living on. Yeah. And it, Gary, it was almost like, like they were completely out. Like, I mean, I, 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 I'm so confused. And what were you not watching for 20 years? And how this guy wins I games? Troy in the game. Troy saying, "Look, the, you could go ahead and take that out. Take that. They're paying off your 10 yard. Take it. You come up to the line of scrimmage where they, they should have given Jalen the freedom to do that. And, and clearly, because they were panicked on the sideline, Jalen he was confused about what they were doing." It was really, um, what do you say, death by uh, a thousand uh, cuts. You yeah. know, that's what it was. It was, I mean, think about think about Tampa Bay. Did they do anything that was like, wow? No. No, no. they didn't do anything that was wow. And uh, you look up, it's 31 nothing. That is it's really a shame, but this is the kind of thing where, when you you know, they had the, the key they had was they've been there before. There was no panic. But clearly, the Eagles panicked. They did. They weren't able to adjust to what they were seeing, and that's what really cost them the game. You know, it's it's a shame because, you know, they they had uh, made some strides this year. I mean, uh, hurts the way he looked. You know, you hate to have a situation like that, but this was a case where they were not able to adjust to what they had, and they they could have adjusted and started nickel and diamond. The Bucks, the way they were nickel and diming them. Take that five yard out. Take the little stop route to the back. You know, it's and nickel and dime all the way down the field. They did a good job with some of the run blitzes they put together to take away some of their uh those options. So it's either run inside uh or run off tackle and you know, do some of that and 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 take those little short routes. Gary, uh, even Fournette and Jones were out. I know. I know. Come on. No <laughs> way. They, and, and come on. They didn't put together any lethal running attack. That was 
It wasn't a lethal running attack. It wasn't a lethal passing attack. It was nickel and dime, and they were able to do that. And and this is a case where, you know, I, I hate this. You know, they, they really didn't put up much of a fight. It was really, it's really a shame because I know a lot of the guys probably didn't feel good about it because not where Tampa Bay just outplayed them, but clearly um, this was not anything Nick wants. This is a bad, bad job by Nick. Bad job by Jonathan Gannon. They really didn't. They didn't do a good job coaching. Gary, how much, how much damage has Jalen Hurts done to his future in Philadelphia with a performance like that? Can you just take sixty minutes of football and just put it and carp, you know, compartmentalize it and go like this? These are the games that he has struggled in his past. Got yanked out of a national title game. Mm-hmm. Okay. They got killed in the semifinal game at Oklahoma. Gets in a moment here, and it was chaotic. Couldn't spot the single coverage wideout. Basic yeah, stuff. Coaching right. played a factor in that. I completely agree. But how much damage do you think when Roseman and the owners sit down and go, what's the ceiling to this guy? We can win ball games. We're showing we can win with him. But what's his ceiling? How much damage did he do? I, I think he did some damage, but I, I think he's in a good situation because, you know, you see the coach right away comes out on his side uh, because he knows he didn't do a good job. So I think he's going to be the guy next year because I don't I don't think anybody's available right there. Now, something could happen during the offseason. Now, wait a minute. Let me ask you this. Russell Wilson yeah. came out over the weekend and said that he's going to reevaluate his situation in Seattle. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean because he's still got two years remaining on his deal that Seattle yeah. is going to yeah. be in that conversation. You know, you throw draft choices out at somebody, you have a conversation. Money always speaks as well. You can always change a person's yeah. mind by throwing bags of money. Do you think the Eagles will go out and at least kick the tires on Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson? I think they'll look at uh, probably more Deshaun Watson than Russell Wilson uh, because they got used to, you know, they got really got. Uh, a lot of youth. I don't know how many guys, you know, what's going to happen with Jason Kelsey going forward. I don't know. They So I think they would probably be more interested in the younger guy uh, because um, he's going to be around there a while and they can build around him. But I don't know about Russell Wilson. They'd be willing to do that. And then Russell Wilson, Wilson also has a no trade clause so he can decide where he wants to go. So th- that's probably unlikely that he and, and then. Uh, he and his wife, they want to go, from what I hear, you see the New York area, L.A., they want the bright lights, uh, stuff for her uh, career and for his career. So, uh, and he, who knows, he probably wants to do something in the media or something kind of in the spotlight after he finishes playing. So I think he's wants to, so I don't think Russell Wilson, but I would say. How about that, Derek Carr? Derek Carr yeah. came out over the weekend, and after the game, he's basically said this. If you don't get Passacci in there as the start as the, uh, the head coach, he said that we'll all sit back and all evaluate everything. Here's a guy that's had five or six different head coaches and coordinators. Here's a guy that had a magical year this year with all the chaos in that organization. That's right. He's in the top five in passing, it seems, every year. Would that be somebody or he, maybe he even a Garoppolo? He, even Jimmy Garoppolo. Where, he's young enough where you would say, you know. Let's say, you know, he'd say, well, we'll maybe have six, seven years with him. We think we could win something with him. I think he's a guy that they would be interested in. Um, plus, you know, he, he he has shown that he's got quality. He's got those 
good leadership qualities, things they would look at. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know that they're going to go, but so far with these guys, cause they are going to require some draft picks, you know? Oh yeah. So, but in knowing the Eagles brass, they're going to talk, they're going to talk about the quarterbacks and with the way that the Jalen played, you know, and it's not so much just that game. It's just the fact that Jalen is going in the right direction. He's not there yet, but he's, he's closing in on where they want to see him go. So I think they're going to give serious consideration to him being the guy. And if there's something out there that, you know, they get some great deal, that's that, that, that could change things. But I would put my money that, that Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback next year. I would, I would be confident of that. It's going to take something extraordinary to change it. Now, something extraordinary would be a marquee quarterback that's available that somehow you get for a, a first-round pick, let's say a first-round pick and some money, and you're able to still do something with those two picks. But they know they need help in other areas. Like, they really need to get another pass rusher. You know, they need to do that. Linebackers. Also, they need to get a marquee linebacker. They need a yep. guy that can really run that's in there all the time, that's a playmaker. They need one of those kind of linebackers because really to play in the NFL now, you need one of those guys who's just a special guy who can run with wide receivers almost, and he's a tackle machine, he's a playmaker. Uh, they need one of those guys on the defense. Let me ask you this. Give me a letter grade for Nick Sirianni and his coaching this year and put the playoff game into it. What do you? How well do you think he prepared this football team how well do you think he grew as a coach this year? Um, give me your thoughts again on what you thought with Nick Sirianni. Do the whole year. Okay. And now, uh, you know, I, th I think he came into that game with a B, with a solid B, maybe even a B plus. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I thought he had a good year because the way the season started, and and I'm and I'm being, I'm being, uh, I'm being good to him because. They, they beat a lot of bad teams, to be honest. They did. You know, they, they, they took advantage. I mean, but that's – what do you have to do? You got to beat the guys on your schedule. They beat a lot of bad teams down the stretch. When they got against good teams for the whole year, they lost to the good teams. Good quarterbacks they lost to. Bad quarterbacks they beat. Okay, so I'll give them credit for that. But I'd have to say I'd probably give him – I'd probably give him a B. Because they weren't, they were overmatched against Tampa Bay. Uh, I didn't think they were going to win the game, but I expect them to make it competitive. That's what disappointed me. But I, I think he's got Jalen going in the right direction. I think he has a team going in the right direction. They like to play for him. Uh, they believe in him. So for that reason, I'm, I'm, I'll give him a B. You know. Uh, Two last questions for you, G Gary. Yeah. Going forward here. Um, do you think the organization is trending with a green arrow up or do you think it's trending with a red arrow down? I, I think they're trending in the right direction. You know, they, um, you know, really when you think about it, should a team that's, you know, only beating bad teams and it's just nine and eight, should they be in the playoffs? Some people would say no, but they made it in. So they got in against somebody that was above their head and, and they got thrashed. Uh, I don't think it's amazing that that happened. Uh, but I think that the big thing I, I think they're going to do is get back on uh, get back uh, on on the train and keep going in the in the right direction. Uh, 
And I think they're going to do that. So I feel good about this team. When I look at the, at the whole situation now, they got to do something with those draft picks. I tell you this, it's very important. Three first-round picks, they need help. Defensively, they need help, you know. They, 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 got, they need a pass rusher outside. They need that linebacker. And who knows, they might still get a quarterback, you know. So they, they need to do a good job in that draft. Gary, I'm going to leave you with something that I posted on my Twitter page, and it's an NFL question here. It's about black coaches in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I'm sick and tired of hearing people say we need more black GMs and black owners. You know what? It shouldn't take a black man to hire a black man. Yeah. That's a culture issue, isn't it, Gary, in the That's NFL? Right. Because don't tell me I have to hire a black guy to hire a black coach. A guy who's a football person should hire the best guy, no matter what his skin color is. That's man. right. You're right. You're and right. so when I hear that, it just it drives me crazy because you and me, I don't want a white coach. I want the best coach. That's right. I want a black coach. I want the best coach. We just yes. got through talking about coaching and putting me in the right position. This is mm -hmm. a culture issue, isn't it, in the NFL? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it most definitely is. And I, I think they're probably, uh, you know, and I know uh, I've, I've talked and then they've talked about doing some things where uh, they take advantage of it. I mean, because really, uh, when I thought about it, if I had to do it again, I probably would have coached, you know, because I, I enjoy all the aspects of the game. I like working with young men. You know, I like all of that. But uh, there, there, it was kind of, it was so iffy when I came out, you know, I mean, uh, you know, and I don't have time to be uh, just going through the motions. So um, I, and I, I really can't say that I, I really looked into it closely, but I, I see more guys are. And there are a lot of guys that are getting in line. For instance, uh, 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 yesterday, uh, D'Amico Rhines, for instance. Yeah, he's a guy. He's a guy should be headed to be a head coach because he got great people skills. He's, he's, you know, you see he's, a, he's a great when it comes to X's and O's. He's the guy in line. But you need players to get in line. You know, it's not where somebody's just going to give you the job just because you're African-American. No, you got to earn the job, see? So I think there are a lot of guys that are getting in line. And I think it's just a matter of time. You're going to see a lot of guys start getting jobs because there are a lot of guys that are in line that are marquee guys. Uh, uh, my man down in, in Tampa Bay is coaching them. Um, Brady right now, the, the quarterback. Yeah, uh, Byron Leftwich. That's Byron Leftwich. A lot of these guys are in line. It's just a matter of them going and getting a job, and, and they get a shot. And that's all they could uh, guarantee, I mean, uh, give you is a shot. I mean, you know, if you're a good coach, you've been a good, uh, uh, you know, a coordinator, you know, you go in, you interview well, you get a shot at the job. But, of course, it's all about winning. You know, it's all about production. It's all about winning. But I do think there are going to be a lot of guys that are going to get jobs because I know quite a few that are in line, and it's just a matter of time. Fantastic. We need it yep. in the game. One black coach in the NFL is yep. unworthy of the league, and uh, especially when you have 75% of the league African-American. Gary, thank mm -hmm. you so much, as always, brother. Talk to you okay. soon. Thank you, my friend. That is our friend Gary Cobb. And, boy, did he have a lot to say. And, and, and you know, I tell you guys this all the time, and, you know, Whatever you want to read about me, whatever you want to think about me, that 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 just bugs me when I hear these so-called football experts saying we need more black owners, we need more. Not that you don't. Jesus, man, it's like really don't talk to me about the obvious. I we know this. 
Oh, we need more black. Is it? It shouldn't take a black dude to hire a black guy. You hire the right guy, dude. Makes me crazy. Hire the right man. Look at what they did in Houston. They hired a black coach because they thought it was going to keep Deshaun Watson in the room. He was the wrong dude. David Culley is a well-respected man. Use that, man. Even though he got $25 million out the door, I'm all right with that, too. All right, guys, hit the like button. We'll talk more about some of the playoff games also that was going on over the weekend. Some telling stuff. Kansas City looks like they got everything going back in order again. We'll talk more about Jalen, the damage that he's done to his potential on being the face of the franchise for the next five years. We'll hit more on that. Troy Aikman was right. He was ripping the Eagles coaching staff the entire time. Brady and the Bucks. I mean, do you ever bet against Tom Brady? That was Tom Brady's 45, 45th win in the postseason. 45 wins is insane. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Welcome back. National Football Show. Your boy, Dan Cilio. Guys, thank you so much for the first hour of the program. Another hour coming up. Um, You guys were awesome on hitting the like button. If you could still do it, I appreciate it very much. South Philly, you're right. I saw that with Bruce Arians hitting that player in the back of the head like that. It's not the fact that you hit a black player in the back of the head. It's the fact you hit a player in the back of the head. We're, we're, we're beyond that stuff now. Okay. Grabbing face mask, turning the face mask, slapping guys in the helmet, being physical with people that bear Bryant style of football is gone. Okay. Don't put your hands on anybody. Everybody's got space. Didn't we just get all over urban Meyer for kicking a kicker? We have to be fair here. I love Bruce Arians. I love him. He's a friend of mine. Can't hit a player in the back of the head, let alone a black player. Absolutely not. It's disrespectful, the whole thing. Racial connotation in that. Don't, don't do that. Don't just not, not, not. It's the optics of it. I'm praying too that Bruce apologized too to the player. To get your point across, you don't have to put your hands on somebody. Okay? Stop that. Don't, don't, don't do that. You need to put your hands on somebody. Keith says the kicker's different. He is. He's not a football player. Thank you, Keith, for reminding me of that. <laughs> hey, Keith, you're right. A kicker? He ain't really. I'll tell you what, though, dude. I'd like to have that 49er kicker. That kid's awesome. Oh, gee, I know. Brady may win it again. Alexander, it's snowing in Philly. Holy cow, man. South Philly says, glad you, glad you said. You bet, man. Of course. Hey, man, don't, don't, don't hit a black man in the back of the head. Don't hit any man in the back of the head. But n- no way. That made me wince, dude. South Philly, that made me wince. I went, man. And I know he didn't, doesn't matter. It's like you saw it there for everyone to go, dude, God. Oh, not good. You know what I'm saying? Can't have that. By the way, as much as we'll, we'll get back to Jalen here in a second. How about this one? Is Dak who we thought he was? Is that who we thought he was or is? And how about the Cowboys coming out? Uh, it was the referees. The fans are shitty. They were throwing things at the players as they were exiting the field. Really? Well, that shit you put on the field there at at and I don't know. You make somebody spend $400 a ticket? For a family of four, do I think they deserve it? I'm not. I'm all right with it. People get pissed. What'd you think the fans were gonna do? Serenade you off the field? Soft ass cowboy fans. Man up, man. Can you imagine if that went on in Philadelphia, where they were throwing shit at the players as they exited the field? Then again, I would say this. Out of 10 Philly fans, 
having got to know you guys, you're not doing that to your own players. You'll boo them, but you're not going to do that to people that are led by Jason Kelsey. You're not doing that. You're not. I saw that way. Imagine if it happened. The Philly wouldn't do that. They'd boot her ass for poor play, but they're not going to abuse her people like that. No freaking way, right, Yale? You're not doing that. You're not throwing shit on your own players. Okay? No, Carl, the Cowboy, the Cowboy players. Yeah, man, the referee, it was, it was a poorly designed play when you had six seconds left in the freaking game. You're throwing the football down there. You think you're going to spike the ball. You got to set it. Boom. Game over. Poorly executed. Poorly called. They had issues doing coaching. They had issues also. How about that slow, shitty start they got out against the Niners? Niners picked that football up and ran it right down their throat. 12-play drive, 75 freaking yards. Bang. I looked over at my wife and went, that's a gut punch. Because that's shit you can't stop. Hey, Big Chris. Jalen Rager, man. That guy, I don't hey, who's more hated in Philly right now? Ben Simmons or Jalen Rager? Oh, he was exposed, big picking. Oh my God. Diggs got exposed by Garoppolo. By Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo exposed that dude. South Philly T goes both. Pinehawk, Rager. Hey, Rashad, I hate to say it too. Kelsey got beat. He got beat a few times. I saw it too. Got knocked back off the ball, had a couple big-time penalties in there. That wasn't one of his better efforts. Kevin says, if that happened with Philly, the sportscasters would be trashing the fans, but not Dallas fans. That's right, Kevin. That's why I'm bringing it up. You guys would be shit on, okay? It would be a mess. Typical Philly fans, they hate everybody. They boo Santa, all that stupid stereotype stuff. You guys are the poor fans. You had a jail in your place. You had this and that. Yeah, all the stuff that the national media, because you know why the Cowboys are there. That Cowboy 49er game probably got incredible ratings. Yeah, Vita, man, he was awesome in the middle for the Buccaneers. He really was. Vector says to see Allard go out making plays and then come out. It makes me sick. I'm, re- I'm with you, Cole. Why even put that guy in the ball game? Okay? We need a new punter. Special teams needs to be overhauled for sure. Okay? They would be still talking about it. X. See the Philly fans throwing batteries and shit at all the players? Cowboy fans, though. You know, so, and, and by the way, that Jane Slater who covers the Cowboys, I said this, they deserve it. And I, I was waiting for someone to go, but nobody deserves it. Well, I see. So, like, if Philadelphia had done that, you would have shit all over them. But Cowboy fans get a pass. I tried to, I tried to incite a riot. Nobody, nobody wanted to pick on Cowboy fans. So you're right. 
you guys have been you guys have been tarred and feathered as awful fans. <laughs> hey, that Randy Gregory man. No wonder that guy showed up at the combine stoned. He is not a smart dude. Situational football, son. Can't be jumping off sides, lining up off sides, doing dumb stuff. They told the kid when he was coming out of Nebraska, kid, do me a favor. Don't show up to the combine stoned. He did anyway. Why do you think he fell in the draft? That guy was a top five pick. You know, I would never have drafted him. Not because he smoked weed. I'm okay with that. But not in that moment. You've got to have some restraint and you've got to have some character. Well, I can't do it here because I'm, I'm going to a combine. I could smoke after the combines. Judgment. Dallas was so predictable. Dallas was so predictable. And Mike McCarthy, I'm going to hit on him. He, I'll tell you, Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni did not have a good weekend. I want to hit on that. Please hit the like button. Okay? Hour two coming up. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Welcome back. Our two national football show. Guys, please hit the like button. You guys know what three and 10 represents? You have any idea what three and 10 means? Any idea? Since 1998, that's the Dallas Cowboys postseason record. You heard me right. The Cowboys' postseason record since 1998 is three and ten. Three and ten. Why? What? Why such a horrible number? I think it just goes into the fact that it accentuates the greatness of Jimmy Johnson when Jimmy built that dynasty for Jerry Jones. They've never been able to get out of their own way. Where it is now, Ezekiel Elliott will be cut in the offseason unless he takes a drastic reduction in pay. And as I told you, this is a chance for the Eagles to build themselves a small dynasty here where they could rule the NFC East for the next five to seven years. I mean, you have draft equity here. Three first-round draft choices. 11 picks that will go with compensation picks up. You'll probably have as many as 15 picks by the time you get to the April draft. Okay? So you're in a position right now where you know history is on your side if you do it right. The freaking Cowboys are 3-10 and 10 since 1998, and you have potentially as... Many as 15 picks with three in the first round and cap space out the ass. This is the most important offseason in Philadelphia Eagle history. History. You've got to decide on your quarterback and you have the draft equity and you have money in free agency. It doesn't get any better in your lifetime the 2022. This offseason, by the way, I would say this to you too. Let's take one silver lining from this game. Okay? A lot of experience was learned in that debacle. Coaching, player, quarterback, assistant. When you're in over your head like it looked like they were all in over their head. You know one of those dunk tanks you see at a stupid radio-like remote and you try dunking the host and he's a dumbass? By the way, I've done that. (laughs) Sitting in dunk tanks. It was like Brady was throwing the ball at the thing that knocks the guy into the dunk tank. It just, it was, it was a carnival. Okay? It was a carnival. You have a chance here to really build your football team. Look, I'll tell you what. The shitty quarterbacks that are coming out of the college level this year, I have no interest in any one of those guys. So here's how my philosophy is going to be. And by the way, once we're now in the offseason, I'm not deviating off this at all. Okay? There's no games to be played. Now it's philosophy. 
here's what I'm doing. You got a piece of paper for this, so I'm going to write it down and remind all of you of it that I'm not. I don't change on this one. Unless Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr, maybe, maybe, Jimmy Garoppolo. Guys, you can't get around, and you will not get around the fact that Jimmy G is 35 and 15 as a starting quarterback. And he has an NFC championship to boot with it. He's got an over 700 win percentage. You're not going to tell me he's not a good quarterback. You can't. The numbers don't say that. You may not think he's the shiny lure you want, like a Russell Wilson or Deshaun. But end of the day, okay? Okay? End of the day here. Yeah, like Xander just said. And... He went into AT&T and knocked the Cowboys out. Okay? This guy's got quite a resume. He's won over 70% of his football games. You may go like this. Well, I just don't like it. Why? What do you, well, because he's not Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? I'll tell you this. You want to know something? Jimmy Garoppolo's been more to a recent Super Bowl than what Aaron Rodgers has been. And if it wasn't for an overthrow in the game, I think they beat the Chiefs. Hey, Jeremiah, that's the only reservation I have about him is injuries. I think he played 15 ball games this year, though, if I'm not mistaken. By the way, if you're the 49ers and John Lynch, are you really going to move off of that guy? Are you – get this. And you traded up, and you gave – a myriad of picks away to get to that three-hole to get Trey Lance. Are you really in this offseason? What if Garoppolo goes to the NFC title game? He could. Wait a minute. 49ers versus the Packers. What's the one thing the Packers can't do? Stop the run? Holy cow, you're playing against a physical football team at San Francisco? Could the 49ers go up to Green Bay and win that game? Absolutely. Absolutely. So if I'm Howie Roseman and I'm looking at Jimmy G, he goes up and watch this. He knocks Dak out in Dallas, and then he goes up to Green Bay and knocks Aaron Rodgers out. Garoppolo then has to go down to Tampa potentially and play Brady down there for the NFC title game. Lou says, damn, there everybody been shutting me down when I say Jimmy G. Lou! Their, their argument is because he's not as well-known as the other guys and because he gets hurt. But, hey, Chris, nobody saw the Niners rolling into Dallas and pounding them that way. BF, you're damn right. Those Niners are dogs, and they're big and physical. Who am I picking? We'll get closer to the end of the week here. So listen, here might go. Follow me here. Unless Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr, or Jimmy G, those are the quarterbacks. Those are the four quarterbacks I would have on my radar. The rest of them, you can keep them. Jared Golf's and these other losers. 
Sam Darnolds and those guys. I don't want anything to do with those. I'm all right with Jalen. Unless one of those four guys goes, hey, I'll put my hand up and listen to Philly. I have no interest in changing my quarterback out right now. I, I have no interest in starting over again. I'm going to take what happened on Sunday and move forward. Like I said, though, I am going to kick the tires on Garoppolo. Carr, what's the likelihood? Watch this. What's the likelihood of me having a conversation with John Lynch in San Francisco about Jimmy G? Probably 95%. I could see Garoppolo in Pittsburgh. Derek Carr. Depends who they hire as coach. If Versace doesn't get that job, Carr made it very clear he wants out. Okay? I say that that is more of a... That's more of a 15% chance for Derek Carr. Deshaun Watson, with all the things that are going on in his life, with all the draft equity that the Eagles have, both teams will definitely listen. Watson has a no trade too, though. Okay? He's got a no trade in there. The chances that Howie picks the phone up and talks to Nick Casario, the GM of the Texans, is probably 70%. Remember, Texans want to move him. They want to get out from under the guy. Now, get this. There's a comment saying that maybe if they hire Brian Flores, he'll stay. You still got the people upstairs, the McNairs, who own the team. Chances of Russell Wilson coming to Philly, 5%. At least right now, Garoppolo is your best chance of having big-time conversations on the second would be Deshaun Watson. Third would be Carr, but low. And Russell's going to pick a place that's going to be – remember something, though. He's got to pick a place to win. He just can't go – well, you know, I heard I heard Gary Cobb go, well, go to New, why would you go to New York? They, they haven't got the coach right. They haven't got the GM right. And they haven't got the quarterback right since Eli left. Why would I go there? The Giants are, that's not a place for a veteran quarterback to go, especially with one of the worst O-lines in the NFL. Chris R. says, much like the Colts, we really rely on the run game and limit QB touches. Yeah, but Chris, tell me the difference in what's going on in San Francisco compared to Philadelphia. You've actually got to match that up. Garoppolo is not asked to throw the ball 50 freaking times to win a ball game. They rely on a running attack. Garoppolo, in my opinion, would be great in Indianapolis. Great in Pittsburgh. Great in Philly. Places that run the rock. Okay? Garoppolo is going to make you plays in the game, but he's not going to make every play like some of these guys like Josh. Josh Allen, folks, has to make every play for the Bills to win, right? Aaron Rodgers is relying on – if Aaron Rodgers is not on the Green Bay Packers, the Packers are a five-win team at best, okay? 
He says, I like Pickett, but Washington, you can have him. I have no interest in that dude. Over Jalen? No, thank you. Lou says, I think Jimmy G's more likely than any other free agent quarterback. Hey, and get this, he's good. Seals, if you're on the call with Russell Wilson, what do you think the response is when we've got Rager and Whiteside? Okay, true. But then here's what I do, my friend. I go like this. Yeah, but we also have the best O-line in the NFL. And a couple free agent signings on the wide receiver position, we can change that overnight. Wide receivers are dime a dozen. Offensive lines are are as hard to build as finding a franchise quarterback. You know, how many free agent offensive linemen do you ever see on the open market? None. When I saw Orlando Brown and Trent Williams, okay, potentially being traded, they were never free agents. They made deals for them and trades for them. Kansas City restructured Patrick Mahomes' deal to get Orlando Brown in the building. Remember? They restructured it, and they had just given him that $500 million contract. You don't find guys like that. Chris says Mitchie will be traded. Probably. You can get a 4-5 or five for him. Kobe Dean's a hell of a football player from Georgia Keith. That kid can play. I like Jordan Davis, too. I like that linebacker that it's at Alabama, but I think he's got another year. Tampa has an extra day of rest, I know. It, how that whole thing has worked out for the Bucs, I think Brady may get to another NFC title game or another championship game. OGOG, I don't know what that means on the, the price tag for Devontae because I look at Devontae, they don't know what to do with him. They don't have a signal caller that can get him the ball. Wentz comes back in two years. Thank you, Lawrence. I don't think so. LB from Utah is a good player. I voted for him for um, the All-American team. I can't remember his name. How we will make the call regarding Jimmy G and Watson. See, guys, I think we've narrowed it down. Do we agree? Because, look, I'm telling you about where, how and how I'm looking at this. Do we agree? Let's do common sense. Let's take Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers out of the conversation. Please. Let's not talk like idiots in other markets, okay? That's the shit people talk like in Chicago and New Orleans and some of these other places that there's no chance you're getting them. Why waste your breath? You're not getting Aaron Rodgers, okay? And you're not getting Russell Wilson. Just, just take that out, okay? You may have a shot here at Jimmy G., and Deshaun Watson. Okay? Those two guys, how he's going to make a run at. With the draft choices, I would say this. Let's just go over here and go like this. 11 picks. First, second, and let's do just three rounds for now. I'm going to take... One of my first-round picks, I'm going to trade out, split it up, and get two first-round picks. The latter round in the first, down in the low 20s or uh, high 20s, and one for next year. Two picks, 
how he doesn't like a linebacker? Let's get an edge rusher. Let's get the kid Thibodeau from Oregon. You could parlay that up and go like this to a team that's got a pick in front of you. Let's take that pick that you just parlayed for next year and tell the team this year, listen, you'll get a first next year and our first here at 26, we want to move up to four to get Thibodeau. You can move around like that using the three first-round draft choices and cutting these first-round picks up into multiple picks and multiple opportunities to move up and down in the draft. I'll have Jimmy Johnson send me the value chart for the Eagles. You know what the value chart is? It's how he built the Dallas dynasty. Okay? I posted it before on my Twitter page, at Dan Cilio Show. Jimmy had a value chart that he created. He didn't give a shit what the name was. He didn't care what the name on the back of the jersey was. He went value. Who's here in the second round with the best value? Jimmy would draft him, or he would trade down to another team that wanted him and parlay that into more more picks. Do you know in a five-year period, Jimmy Johnson traded 58 times for players? Linebacker, edge rusher, may have to use one this year, low to change positions, and you get the other one next year that you're hoping is a low pick as well. So you can move up to four or five to get your guy you want. Use your other first round that you have to take a linebacker. So you've taken a linebacker and an edge rusher, and you've created another opportunity for you to have another first round pick next year. So you'll have two picks next year, two quality players, potentially between four and 15. To me, that sounds like a deal, guys. I don't care what the name says on the back of the jersey. I want to know who the best player is at four and 15, especially at the need positions. LB and edge rusher. Got to get pressure on the quarterback. Second round, I'm going to do everything I can to, to improve the number one area I need to now. I don't want any more wormy wideouts. No more of those wormy dudes. I want a possession wide out. I want a guy like Samuel with the 49ers. I want that kid. That's the kid I want. I want that guy to be on the other side of Devontae Smith. I want that. I'm going to take my other picks in a second, and I'm going to increase and improve my offensive line. Have to keep retooling that line, creating depth. D-line and O-line, that's where I'm going here. Third round, I'm getting a freaking safety. Jesus criminy. Eagle safety suck out loud. I mean, they've had a problem there at that position for the last five years. Safety in there. Hey, get a back, too. More running backs. Build around Jalen here. Start building around Jalen this way. Get this. In the process, what you've done is you've created 
a position to improve your defense in the three premium rounds. You've created depth in your offense and defensive lines. And if you're not happy with Jalen, you move off him after 2023 and you look what's in the draft or you look at free agency and go, look at what we've built here. And we still have draft assets that we've traded. And because we have a young team, our cap's not through the roof like the Cowboys. The Cowboys are in purgatory right now. People have to be cut. The Eagles are not in any peril with that. I don't want Goodwin Lawrence. I want somebody like Julio Jones that knocks fuckers out or A.J. Brown. If you're going to be a run attack team, your quarterback struggles with accuracy as it is. Well, can he improve that? Lamar Jackson did. And most likely he will improve on that. Okay? You're going to build the team in the hopes. By the way, you're not going to worry about a really tough schedule next year because you were a wild card team. The Cowboys are going to have a tougher schedule because they're the division winner. The Cowboys will have a tougher schedule than you next year. That's also going to be an asset for you. Carl, I'm, hey, you know what, Carl? It, 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 I learned it from my coach. My coach showed me. Mike Williams, Joshua, Mike Williams I'm good with, but he, he, has, he had a microfracture when he came out of Clemson. And I want to know how that is today. You know, when, when Tom Telesco went and signed him, if you remember right, he missed a lot of his rookie season because he had a microfracture and he had a microfracture surgery. I just want to know what his health is. Okay. Hey, but Lawrence, again, how, how, you know, and know this, the, the Chargers are not a team that's going to go out and spend a shitload of money on people. Okay. Smile says the Washington football team will have a better quarterback next year. Really? Where? Who? Could Garoppolo land there? If Jimmy Garoppolo landed in Washington, that would worry me if I was uh, the Eagles. That would worry me because Washington's not that far behind you. You know, they could chase Young back. They got a good defense. The line's not bad. They can run the ball. That would, that would bug me. If Garoppolo lands in Washington, boy, they improved that position overnight. And they struggle at that position. But yet, guess what? Ron Rivera is such a good coach. They still win ball games. Hey, a quarterback could change the direction of that of that division. Like, look at like watch this. Hey, and know this. I got to tell you guys this. Okay, you know we're all sitting here and we're not very happy with the production of Jalen Hurts or Nick Sirianni, right? From Sunday. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys. I'm also doing the same thing we're doing right now. You know what I'm saying to you about Dak? Jesus, criminy. 75 million bucks. See, you know what the problem is with that, guys? Here's, here's the problem with that. 75 million bucks? This guy eats up an enormous part of your salary cap at 42 million per. Here, I want to show you this. Dak's 42, right? Dak's 42. Next year, Ezekiel Elliott's 18 million. Mari Cooper's 20. 
five, six. That's $80 million of a $200 million salary cap on three dudes. Three dudes. This is where the Eagles catch them. Okay? Three dudes. Your offensive line, what are they, $5 million a pop? There's five of those guys. There's $25 million bucks. And I'm being generous here. I'm not even talking about your backups. So I haven't, get this. There's $105 million with the O-line, one wide receiver, one running back and a quarterback. $105 million bucks of your salary cap in Dallas is on five O-linemen, one wide out, one running back and a quarterback. There's 105 on eight guys. What about your backups? Got to spend another 15 on your backups at least. Maybe 10. Let's be fair. 10. Now you're at 115. What about the other wideouts and your tight ends? Got to be about 20 there. There's $135 million. Let's just say this. $135 million you spent on your offensive side of the football. You mean to tell me I only have $65 million for my defensive side of the ball? What about my special teams? The Dallas Cowboys are going to have to make massive cuts across the line. That football team will not look. That's why Jerry and Stephen Jones are pissed off today. They knew this was the year. I mean, I gave, look at it, $140 million just for the offense out of a $200 million salary cap. you got $60 million left for your defense. Okay. What about DeMarcus Ware? What about them guys? Oh, what about your special teams guys, your backups? There is 53 guys on a roster. They must be $25 million over the cap right now with nowhere to go. Mari Cooper, $20 million. Really? By the way, where was Ezekiel Elliott in that game? You paying that guy $18 million? Holy shit. You're the Eagles. You're sitting here right now. I Look, you're, you're upset. You're upset, no question about it. But I'm looking at the trend needle, and it's green in Philly, and Kelly green at that in Philly, and it is red, fire engine red for the Cowboys going down. They're trending down, guys. They're trending down. Elliott Cup, uh, they'll wait for free agency in March to cut his ass. They'll try to get a deal, restructure something. How many yards did he have yesterday? I don't even remember him getting the ball, but a couple times. Hugh, thank you, man. Seals, you're right on all fronts. So this is the chance for the Eagles to do damage, man. But again, know this. Wild card in the room is Howie Roseman. Wild card in the room is Roseman. Okay? Hey, and know this about the Cowboys, guys. Eagle guys, follow me here. Don't worry about Dallas. Don't worry about them. Since 1998, they're 3-10 and in the postseason. Until they change that trend, nothing will change. As long as the Joneses own the team, why would this change? It's not. There's no Jimmy Johnson coming out of that locker room. Okay. Andrew says 31 yards for a guy you're paying 18 million bucks for. <laughs> okay. 
Look at that. Man, <laughs> dude, you got to come in to the office and you got to have a come to Jesus conversation with a bunch of guys on your team. I love you, dude, but I got to cut you. Okay, the kid Parsons, you're lucky he's on a rookie deal. You're lucky. He's the most valuable player on your team, including the quarterback you just gave $75 million to. You're lucky he's on a rookie deal. They struck gold with that. Dan, look at Hertz's and Dak's stats from yesterday, please. I did, Muhammad. I did. I did. 14 penalties for the Cowboys. Undisciplined. How about that whole fiasco with the uh, punt team? Okay? They actually goes in their favor. They send the punt team back out again. Why would you do that? Even Troy Aikman went, what is that? Total chaos on the sidelines. The two teams that shit the bed big time coaching-wise yesterday were the Cowboys and the Eagles. Totally shit the bed. Cowboys looked more embarrassing, though, actually. My problem with the Eagles was Jalen not being able to find single coverage. I got to take a timeout. Got to take a timeout, guys. Please hit the like button. Talk a little bit more about what we saw there. Also, something that I want to make a comparison with the NBA and the NFL. I want to do that next as well. Guys, you've been absolutely spectacular. Please keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Football show, guys, please hit the like button. We really appreciate it. Glaring difference between the NBA and the NFL is on display every single weekend. The stars for the NFL show up every week. There they are, Josh Allen. By the way, tonight we'll talk a little bit about that game too. Rams and Cardinals, both quarterbacks are ready. Jalen versus Brady. Ben and Patrick Mahomes, all the stars are there. They show up for the NFL all the time. NBA, Kevin Durant's out. LeBron takes load management. Kawhi Leonard's out. Damian Lillard's out. James Harden's out. Kyrie plays when he feels like it. I mean, that sport has athletes who don't give a shit about the regular season and yet they charge you full price, and it's one of the most expensive tickets in all of sports, an NBA ticket. They don't care about you. They don't care that you work hard for your money, and if you want to bring you know, your kid to a Sixer game, you don't see Ben Simmons in the building, or you don't see, say, they play the Lakers and they have their full array of stars playing. Where's Anthony Davis? Oh, that's right, Ant- Zion Williamson. Dude, all them dudes, man, they play when they want. They're soft mentally. They don't give a shit. Maybe it's more that. Whereas the NFL shows up every week for its fans. They play every single week. Their stars are on the field, whereas in the NBA, their stars are off the court doing whatever, load management or just hating the fact they got to play 80 games. Come on, man. You wonder why that sport has lost over 50% of their audience? It's not because of their stupid politics. It's because of their pathetic effort or lack thereof. Okay? And then the media, because they're all liberal honks, what they do is they give them off-ramps. Well, you know, he's heard – bro, you don't tell a man who works in Philadelphia or Boston or Chicago that he could take a day off because he's got the fucking sniffles or he thinks the world's flat, or he doesn't want to go with a protocol or what have you, anything to get out of a game. I'm load managing. I don't want to play this week. You're making $500,000 a night. I don't care. I mean, really. I know I must sound like, oh, man, get off my lawn, dude. But, man, I'm just talking about effort. Caring what you do. Going out and giving a great effort. You know, I tell my daughter this all the time. By the way, guys, my daughter, I was at um, Grand Canyon. They beat Arizona State 60 to 10. And I tell my daughter all the time, effort takes no talent. Being in shape takes no talent. It's a mindset and a will. Okay? Champions are made when the lights aren't on you. Your legacy is made when the lights are on you. When no one's watching you, when you're lifting in the rain or you're running or you're doing whatever, that's when champions are made. She gets it. She's the captain of her team. 
I tell you, like, and I, I posted this on my Twitter page. I mean, I can't tell you that, you know, it's a privilege to be my daughter's father. I'm so proud to be her father because I don't need to coach her. She knows what it takes to be a champion. She's got the attitude of a champion, man. She just wants to be great every single time she steps on the floor or every time she steps on the field. Thank you, Alexander. They got BYU this weekend, one of the top teams in the country. We'll see. I went to the Eagles game, David said. I was embarrassed of how they performed. But I can tell you honestly, there were a lot of Eagle fans there, and they were fighting for their team. David, it's like telling me, hey, you should thank the fish for swimming. I had Tony Bruno on the show on Friday. He told me why you guys love your Eagles. BF, he was in the first hour, man. You want to go back and watch that? He was awesome. Guaranteed contracts killing the NBA. Shitty attitudes killing the NBA. Sydney says the Eagles are lucky they could pick some bargains in the shop window. The Cowboys can't. That's right. Hey, Sydney, the Eagles can shop at Neiman Marcus. Okay? The Cowboys are shopping at the dollar store. Omar, could Jalen Rager, man? He is such a fucking anchor around that franchise's neck. He is terrible. Marty, Artie Lang was terrible as a coach. I would fire him. And I'm not a fan of doing that, but you've got to move off of Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's not the guy for that job. Okay? He is just not the guy for that job. But then again, if you're Eagle fans, you're hoping they keep him. And they will. They will. No question about it, man. I'll tell you this. That 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 Josh Allen can play. By the way, how many people are under the the misconception, I'm going to say, that Bill Belichick lost some face against the Bills. <laughs> Let's see. Let me add this up for a second. Let me get back to you here on this. Six Super Bowls. Okay. Three conference championships, so nine total. How many Super Bowls did he win as D coordinator in New York, too? He was also on that... AFC championship game team that got beat by the Packers. So Belichick has eight Super Bowl rings and he has 12 conference championship rings. You really think 60 minutes of football changed the narrative on Bill Belichick? He's got 12 championship rings. <laughs> yeah. Eight Super Bowl rings. You think it's really, I mean, really? 60 minutes of football in a shitty game against Buffalo. But you see, you have the haters there, too. Ah, you know, look, he needed Brady. Well, he did draft. By the way, you want to know something which is crazy? Let me show you something that nobody gives credit for. So Bill Belichick had three quarterbacks starting playoff games. This past weekend, 
in the NFL. He had, I'll say it again, Bill Belichick drafted three quarterbacks that played playoff games this past weekend. Brady, Garoppolo, and Mac Jones. And you want to hear something crazy? Two of them were in the same quarterback room. Is that crazy? He drafted three quarterbacks that played playoff games. And two won. Tell me Bill Belichick only knows defense. Okay? Cody, here's the problem with the Patriots. They know Mac Jones is not good enough to beat Josh Allen, so they've got to do other things. They've got to get an elite running back like Derrick Henry to compensate for that because Mac Jones does not have the skill set Josh Allen has. Josh Allen, in so many ways, in my opinion, has caught Patrick Mahomes as one of the top three quarterbacks talent-wise in the game. Okay? Bill knows Mac can't win the AFC East alone. He's going to need to have another elite guy in the huddle. Okay? He needs to have, you know, remember something about Brady. Brady had the GOAT at tight end. Gronkowski's the greatest tight end that's ever played the game. Okay? James, that Josh Allen, nobody saw that kid like that when he was at Wyoming. I think I told you guys this. I watched him because I covered Mountain West when I was doing radio in Southern California. In his junior year, he was decent with the Cowboys. But his senior year, because obviously Wyoming's not that good of a program, he was kind of okay. You saw he was big. You saw he was athletic. You saw he had a big arm. But you just didn't know. And it just shows you what coaching can do. Sean McDermott has been the best coach he's had, and it's changed his entire game. All right. Got to take another timeout. Guys, please hit the like button. Talk a little bit about tonight's game, Rams and Cardinals. What's next for the Eagles? We'll do that all next. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. 
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Football show, guys, please hit the like button. Mike McCarthy's 18 and 15 with the Dallas Cowboys since he's been named head coach. <laughs> 18 and 15. Hey, with the Jets, you'd be a god. With the Cowboys and the salaries that I just explained to you, dude. <laughs> 18 and 15. Hey, can I tell you, Mike McCarthy reminds me of George Seifert. When Seifert left San Francisco and went to Carolina, everyone went, hey, man, this guy wasn't a coach we thought he was when he was at San Francisco. They just had brilliant talent in the Bay Area. He got to Carolina. Didn't he go like 1 and 15? It was a complete train wreck. Dude, that guy sucks, man. Mike McCarthy. Can't manage timeouts because you know why? He never had to. You don't have to manage timeouts with Aaron Rodgers. I would look at this and go like this. So wait a minute. For 13 years at Green Bay, you had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. 13 years. You had those two guys and you have one Super Bowl appearance under your hat. Really? That is the ultimate underachieving. Even Seifert won a Super Bowl. George Seifert followed Bill Walsh, who won four. That dynasty won five Super Bowls with Steve Young and Joe Montana. Okay? At least those guys won. You have five titles in like 17 years. Pretty damn impressive. You got one Super Bowl appearance with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Two of the top 15 quarterbacks of all time. You could debate that, right? No, actually, it's no debate. And you end up, hey, 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 right. Big picking. And you're in the you're in the NFC least. You're in the shittiest division in the NFL. Hey, by the way, watch this. Who here, Here's a question for you. Who improved more as a franchise this year? Let me ask you something here. Even in defeat, who improved more this year? Cowboys or the Eagles from a year ago? New coach, new quarterback, new play callers, new system. Man, that's quite a lot to overcome. In Dallas, change your coordinator to Dan Quinn. You got Parsons, pretty much the same offense coming back. Not really much. Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, has been there, even with Jason Garrett. Really, nothing was changed on offense. Healthier Dak came back. Okay? And you got marginally better on defense. By the way, I thought it was – because they played in the NFC East, I thought it was masked. 
Did I not tell you on Friday I thought the 49ers were going to blast them and they were going to outmuscle them? And they did. The Cowboys still have a glaring thing in behind their head. You know what that is? They can't stop the run. Okay? Chris says we walked backwards into the playoffs. Well, because that that game at the end when um, they decided to sit their guys. Well, dude, if you think the, if you think the Eagles walked in backwards, what do you think the Cowboys did? That's a division winner, a twelve win football team, and they got bounced. How about this? It's like death. Whether you're a twelve win team or a nine win team, you got bounced in a wild card weekend. No one cares the Cowboys won twelve games. You got bounced in the first weekend as the Eagles did. You could take your twelve wins in the off season. And create all kinds of t-shirts you want, guys. But at the end of the day, you went just as far as the Eagles did. Think of that for a minute. Cowboys went no further than you. They got bounced. By the way, I actually thought the Eagles played pretty good against the 49ers. Just me. I thought the Cowboys got run over for a quarter and a half until they figured it out. Paul says Cowboys will have to move on from Zeke, Gallup, Collins. Dude, all those guys, dead on, man. Just to get themselves in a normal position for the cap. 26 says Howie Roseman sees no value in top-tier linebackers. Such a mistake. Shit, man. Uh, today, linebackers are more essential than ever, especially guys that are like Tampa 2 coverage linebackers. Guys that can play the run, play tight ends, play the seam. I'd rather have more versatility in my linebacking court than my defensive front, especially if I can stand my ends up and put them in the dirt or stand them up. The different NFL today, okay? Most of the time you want to rush out of a forefront, but most of those guys are hybrid ends now, like the Vrabels of back in the day and Brewskis. Or the kid in Cleveland. You know, I mean, guys like that. Dean would offset Parsons. Yes, I think he could be that type of linebacker too. Here's the one thing, though. Again, the disappointing thing for me on Jalen and I know every okay, yes, the overthrows. Not being able to spot single coverage wideouts. If I saw watch this, guys, if I'm sitting here and I'm watching that on game film, and I'm watching Jalen Hurts not see the single coverage guy in alignment, they weren't even fucking disguising it. They had no deep middle help. It was one guy lined up, and he didn't see it. He's throwing the double coverage guys over the slot. Tight end coming up the seam. By the way, Dallas Goddard, stop dropping passes. I'm going to take the tag that you're a great prospect off you if you don't stop it. I'm going to start calling you overhyped. You, you need to catch that football, son. Care if you're getting beat. Catch the football. Did he drop a 
did he drop a touchdown pass in the end zone? Was that him? Or is that another game I was watching? Somebody dropped a pass in the end zone. I forget. There and then he just dropped it. Chris says too many drops for Goddard. Absolutely, man. Hey, Lawrence, I see the trash cans. I'm, I don't think he's that. But, dude, Dallas Goddard, fucking catch the ball, son. Catch the ball. Well, this guy, you know, they really have the makers of what could be really a great, you know, opportunity as a tie. I'm, you know, okay, well, every game I'm watching, I see him with three drops. <sighs> Three mistakes yesterday, Paul says. Boston Scott should have been running back one yesterday as Sanders wasn't ready with Howard out. He, he struggled for sure, man. Okay, Quez Watkins should have three touchdowns. Lawrence, should have, would have, could have, dude. He couldn't find him. Jalen Hurts got a lesson in playoff defense. Todd Bowles did a great job of scheming him. Dude, they were... They went like this. Jalen, he's wide open over here. The only thing they didn't do was point to him. The only thing the Buccaneer defensive guys didn't do was go, Jalen, he's open over there. Troy Aikman was calling it every single play. I don't know why they're not doing that. Just a hitch. You're going to pick five yards up. He couldn't see that. Smile says Rams 30, cards 23. I'm going to tell you this, man. I got the cards winning 30 to 23. Smile, I'm going to take your score. And I think the cards are the more physical football team, and I think they win this football game tonight. Hey, Dion, Sirianni was ripping Jalen for it. Was he really in the press conference? Was he? Well, he's right to. Got to see that, man. It was it, 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 90% of the time they were in single coverage. And it was glaring. It was, how about this? As a guy who studies the game, that was as embarrassing as you can get. The overthrows I can live with. Not seeing where you need to throw the ball is understanding wing defenses. It was, I mean, Aikman was circling it. It was so bad got to find that guy and you know I kept telling my wife too here's what Brady does Brady knows where he's going with the ball so what does he do he sets you up to make sure that it's open it's it's like a guy who's a magician he predetermines what card you're going to pick you know how these card tricks work they set you up with the card and then they put it in there and they already know what the card is right they already know they set you up that's what Brady does it's like a card trick. Oh, guys. We will talk draft tomorrow. We will talk future of the Eagle. We'll talk NFL playoffs. There's a lot of guys out there to build this football team around. We'll definitely be hitting on that. Guys, I thank you so much for coming aboard. I know it was a very disappointing Monday, but here's the one thing you look at. The Kelly Green needle is going up for the Eagles, okay? This is going to be the most important offseason 
they have ever had, or at least in my lifetime, because of all the equity they have. All right. I appreciate it. Please hit the like button. If you missed Gary Cobb in the first hour, go back and watch it. We really appreciate it. Till tomorrow, 4 to 6 Eastern time. We'll see you on the flip side.